0: I moved to New York from Mexico City about three months ago, and I ended up living in Bushwick, a predominantly Latino neighborhood. I could have lived elsewhere, but I like to think that, in a way, I needed to feel close to home. I buy my groceries at a Latino supermarket, I hear my neighbors speaking Spanish in the street, and some weekends I pamper myself in the Mexican taqueria that's a few blocks away from my apartment. But I have also found places I've never seen before, like botanicas, little emporiums that sell everything from holy water and perfumes to amulets, images of the Virgin of Guadalupe, and hundreds of fresh and dried plants.
1: When you enter botanica, it's like setting uh, your foot in, in the Caribbean without having to take a plane ticket there. You know, you, you hear the Caribbean music. You may hear merengue or bachata or even palo.
0: This is Dr. Ina Vandenbroek, an immigrant, ethnobotanist, and a fellow lover of Mexican food. She is also
1: the Caribbean Program Director here at the New York Botanical Garden. I'm originally from Belgium, but I've been living in New York since 2005.
0: Twelve years ago, Ina came as a postdoc to study how Latino communities were using plants in their everyday lives. And at first, she was a bit skeptic about the whole thing. New York, she thought, is not really known for its lush nature or incredibly diverse vegetation.
1: Initially, I was a bit surprised that a project like this was going on here in New York City because, you know, this is not a mega, biodiverse area. But I soon learned that there is this incredible cultural diversity in New York City and that because plants are important to these cultures, they bring these plants with them when they come
0: here. We're talking about hundreds of plant species. For a 2009 study, Ina interviewed Dominican immigrants living in Washington Heights and the Bronx. Her notebooks started to fill with names of medicinal herbs. Some were used for burns, others for diabetes, many more for arthritis, kidney problems, infertility, migraines, and so on. She ended up with a long list of more than 200 plant species.
1: You can't just go to uh, a book and and link a common name to a scientific name. So you have to collect a plant sample. And where can you find these plants? And that's where we move to botanicas. That's where uh, most, but not everybody, uh, collects their plants. You may or may not know that New York City has hundreds of botanicas. Really, these are uh, invisible parallel healthcare systems. I would call them. They are more than healthcare systems.
0: Ina's research has shown that for many Latinos, botanicas are the main access to medication they have. Some of them are convinced that herbal remedies work much better than traditional medicine. Others simply cannot afford a visit to the doctor. And another group just doesn't feel comfortable speaking in English or sharing their cultural beliefs.
1: The biomedical healthcare systems are failing them. People themselves told me that. Um, This is not something that I want to talk to my healthcare provider about. And when I ask them, does your doctor talk to you about the herbs that you take? They say no. And if I ask why, they say, well, I don't want to make my doctor upset about uh, the fact that I'm taking my herbal remedies, but they're important for me. I have faith in them, so I'm using them anyway. So I think that communication gap is very obvious.
0: So Ina decided that it was time to tackle the problem. It wasn't enough to collect and classify plants from New York City's botanicas. She had to change the system from within and one way to do it was to start with the doctors themselves.
1: We need to start training healthcare providers not only about the plants but also about the cultural beliefs because cultural beliefs drive people's use of herbal remedies.
0: In 2007, she started training medical students, residents, and practicing physicians from at least seven health institutions and community centers in the Bronx. She taught them about ethnomedical Spanish, guided them through the plant collections at the Botanical Garden, conducted role-play exercises so they knew how to ask sensitive questions, and organized visits to New York City Botanicas. Ina says that, so far, she has trained almost 2,000 people I asked her what was the most important thing she had learned over the past years.
1: You know, I'm an immigrant in New York City too, because I came here with two suitcases myself to work on a project. And what I can say from being here, it's the Mexican and the Caribbean communities who have embraced me and who have given me a place here because they've also made that journey to New York City. They gave me a place here. And I don't think I would have still been in New York City if it weren't
0: for the communities I've worked with. I'm Emiliano Rodriguez-Mega, and this is a Science Line podcast.